Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of SalesCast. First quarter is officially behind us, and we're proud to announce that it was our highest-grossing R&D quarter in our history. So today, we're going to take some time to reflect on why first quarter went so well, why our expectation for second quarter is even higher, and best of all, how you can be a part of it. April 15th may be today, but tax season is not over. How is that, you may ask? Well, you're going to have to listen closely to today's episode of SalesCast to find out. Let's get started, everybody. So it's the first SalesCast of second quarter, and being such, we thought it would be an appropriate time to take a look back at first quarter and kind of reflect on how good it was. Uh, I'll let you touch on that, Ryan. I know you're pretty proud of it. But we're also going to take a few minutes today to talk about what we expect out of second quarter as well. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll, I'll start with that first one, and that is that for the last several months, uh, well, let's go all the way back to last summer. Last summer, right. uh, we've been predicting, see. it's documented and out there on some of the other SalesCast episodes that we were predicting a very strong quarter. Now, once we started getting into first quarter, we started, you know, uh, declaring. Our expectation was a lot higher. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, sorry, rephrase that. What we got was in excess of what our expectation actually was. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we started saying this is going to be our strongest quarter ever. And uh, now that the quarter is behind, I can declare that we just had, for R&D, our largest quarter in uh, sales volume history. So. And, it, and I'm going to touch on this. You like to steal my thunder when it comes to uh, historical data. But um, Ryan actually had me pull some information together that we found was very interesting. And we found that first quarter isn't even historically our best quarter for R&D, is it, Ryan? No, not at all. And uh, this has you know, kind of been a misconception out there. I've had some people like, wow, this is a great quarter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but um, I, I guess it kind of dies down from here because first quarter is the biggest. And, uh, Kendra, I'll let you touch on that a little bit. So what is our strongest quarter? Our strongest quarter is what we're going into right now, which is why I myself am pretty excited. It's second quarter. Yep. And then historically from there, the next highest or the next one down will be third, then first, and then fourth. Okay. So if we look at it in that aspect, having just come out of our highest grossing R&D quarter, and it's historically our third highest for the year, our expectation for second and third quarter should be very high. Absolutely. I want to say that again in kind of a little different way, just in case. Sim- so, simpler. Yes. I can- <laughs> we didn't just have our strongest first quarter ever in the last we 10 years. We had our strongest R&D quarter ever. Even though first quarter is typically our third largest quarter. When you're looking at it for the year overall. We almost need an infographic for this, but either way. Um, <laughs> I'll so, get right on that. <laughs> yes, please do. So first quarter is uh, typically our third strongest quarter. And so there's a lot of people kind of wondering, okay, what now? Because tax season's over. And well, I want to talk about that works, a little though. bit. Yeah, tax season uh, is really, yes, there are people out there that want to file on time and things like that. But again, I want to say first quarter is historically our third. third. So in other words, let me say it another way, it's second to worst. Right. Yet um, it was our best. So yet it, yet it was our best in history. And so that leaves us again with very high expectations. Let me talk about why. So the kind of people that get work done in first quarter, January, February, March, <laughs> are those that are maybe well organized and file 
early. I, right. I don't know. But typically, how many people that are small business owners actually do that, Ryan? I owned and operated a family business for years. We extended every single year. Yeah, well, there's a rule of thumb, and that's that if you're getting a refund, you file early. And if you if owe you money... Oh, you extend. <laughs> you extend, because why, why would anyone do that? And what we're finding... And, you know, I posted an article, if you haven't read it, uh, I think I posted it uh, two weeks ago. It's called The Perfect Storm. And this has already generated uh, a lot of business through my channels. It sure has. I've heard a lot of advisors that have posted this out. I had an advisor uh, down in some southern states that posted this. And he actually had a car dealership call them. Right. Even though the article is about manufacturing and the car dealership said, hey, I'm in the industry and I want to let you know the perfect storm that you're describing doesn't just affect manufacturing. It, it affects, affects car dealerships right. as well. And I think it affects a lot of companies. So what we have going on is we have the perfect storm. I won't recap or I will recap that right now. I won't go too much in detail, but it comes down to four key things. Surprise profitability, tax breaks disappearing, 2013 was better than expected, and tax rates increasing including uh, notably the, um, uh, you know, there's two different ones that I outline in there so that you can speak intelligently, not just capital gains, uh, you know, but the minimums have went up as well. So you combine all of those things together and you are left with a lot of business owners in a bad situation. So some of those business not owners... Not only in a bad situation, but completely unexpecting it. No, that goes back to surprise profitability. They were not expecting this. We have heard this over and over again where people are coming back to us and saying, okay, um, I've got this this tax bill. It was a surprise tax bill. I owe 400000 more than I thought I was. And there's two kinds of people. There's people that rushed in and said, I need to get this taken care of right now. Mm -hmm. Those are the first quarter folks. Now, now we have the second and third quarter folks, the people that filed extensions because they just maybe couldn't deal with it right now. Right. And that's what we're going to see between now and October 15th is, is companies. So brief little, uh, I guess, uh, you know, instruction on tax deadlines. So for a lot of companies, they're doing some tax work March 15th and April 15th. But if they file extensions, depending on corporate type, they're more likely filing August 15th, September 15th, October 15th. Now, if you're a business owner and you have filed an extension, you know you have until September 15th. As soon as we get past this busy tax time, so starting in May, maybe some in June, uh, they're going to be saying, okay, now that that's behind me, uh, I need to get on this this tax situation. What do I need to do about that? And that is where why second quarter is so strong for us. Mm -hmm. Then you have the last minute folks. I have to say, Kendra, which category do I fall in on this? You're allowed oh, to say. last minute folks. The last minute folks. <laughs> okay, these are the folks that call in like September 5th and say, quick, I need an emergency tax credit. You'd be surprised. It happens every year. Every year. And not just small companies. No, um, large companies. Yeah, we get large. companies. In fact, two years ago, we had a company with, I think, a $20 million payroll uh, that engaged us on September 1st and needed everything done by September 15th. So... Between now and October 15th, we will be quite busy uh, with work. And if the statistics, excuse me, statistics show anything, it's going to be what, double what we've been first quarter and then moving into third, even triple the amount. Absolutely. So there's no reason that we should think that this is going to slow down by any means. In fact, Kendra, I had you, we won't share those numbers, uh, but I had you run projections of, okay, 
compare proportionally first quarter to mm-hmm. to normal. And first quarter was so strong. I asked her, "What are second and third quarter gonna? Where are we gonna <laughs> end up for the year? Like, what are my projections? Because projections for us aren't as easy as uh, no, take what not. we've done and multiply by four. Because each one of our quarters is unique." And uh, when you first came back with a number, I sent you back to redo it again. I had to redo it three times. And still, I'm not out there declaring our projections yet because they just are... They seem off the charts, but in reality, when you factor in everything we've already talked about, there's no reason that they're not accurate, which is why we, I myself, get so excited because that in turn means that that success is going to come in off of our advisors. Yeah. Bill and I were uh, over in one of the conference rooms. We have, uh, it's kind of more of a thinking tank. Uh, we've got couches and things like that. And um, the other day, Bill and I were just on like back to back calls. Didn't see each other all day, and we got in. We both like uh, it was end of day. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't even remember. Like we had calls like every half hour booked, and uh, so Bill and I both kind of you know once everything closed down, we kind of we're both crashed on the couch for a minute, just a sitting there talking. <laughs> and but we were just talking about it. And Bill said, I think kind of wrapped up, and he was like, Hey. Did today really happen? You know, because we had... It was so intense. We had cost seg deals closed, R&D deals closed, and property tax deals going through. We had a cost seg that, uh, uh, you know, we've kind of been sharing some of the stories. We've had cost segs closing same day and next day lately. Right. And uh, very quick turnaround. We've had very large R&Ds. We just had an engineering group, uh, over $140,000 in fees for a small engineering group. And they've just been flowing in and flowing in. And so Bill and I were just taking a moment the other day to say, did, did today really happen? Like, I don't, that was insane. And we've had some healthy banter with all the team here, just kind of uh, comparing sales numbers well, at the end of the day. it's always exciting. And that, that momentum from the calls and from the deals closing actually roll over into every aspect or every department of our company. Yeah. I mean, I'm not on the floor with you guys. I'm more in the back and I get to interact in that manner, but knowing and seeing what comes across my desk and knowing where it's coming from, the momentum moves right into the accounting department. And sometimes because the advisors are not here physically, they don't get a chance to engage in that. And so I'm glad you're bringing it to the table. It's it's very encouraging, and um, I don't know. It just kind of gives. There's just an energy, exactly. You know? And normally we have uh, monthly sales banter where we kind of get, and then you know when we first like earlier this year it kind of became like weekly sales banter, and lately it's now been it's like daily, daily <laughs> sales banter to the point. Bill was leaving for lunch today, and I yelled out my window like, you right. know, I, I said, uh, "What's going on? Is the pressure getting too much of keeping up with me?" And uh, you he know, mentioned we, back that he had to get ca- a caffeine to keep up with you today. Yes, so you know it's it's been fun. It's been it's been great. And honestly, and I, I said it in a few sales casts ago, but um, you know when the wave is when the waves are large, like all you can do is get out there in the water and ride. Right. And it's not the time to like go take lunch. That's you, you know, know. I'm glad that we're talking about this too because you mentioned just a little bit ago that we actually um, had to take a step back and look at the numbers. Yeah. So that we were aware of where we were heading. And I think that's important for everyone to do when it comes to a quarter or half the year. You know, um, I think a lot of advisors get really caught up in their day-to-day functions and yeah. forget that they also need to take a step back, look at where they're at, make some adjustments to make sure that they're on board for this next quarter. Make sure that they're going to be yeah. right there riding that wave of excuse me, success as well. Yeah, well... And I don't want to come across like this has caught us by surprise, you know, because we, we again, we talked about this for months. The part, as you mentioned, Kendra, that caught us by surprise was the level of volume right. I mean, uh, that it hit. We, we, we knew it was going to be big. We didn't know it was going to be this big. And um, but, but really, it's not accidental. 
It's um, it's no. just perfect storm is the right term for it. And I want to briefly recap some of the things leading up to this. And uh, let's go back and talk about this time last year. In fact, this month last year, we were launching the second version of our app. We launched the new website. We launched the white paper and the blogs. Uh, shortly after, we launched our uh, national partnerships program. So yes. we went out and aggressively started going after uh, in third quarter, we launched our um, marketing our marketing program. materials, mm-hmm. and uh, where we had industry specific marketing materials. And then in fourth quarter, we launched our marketing portal. Mm-hmm. Now in first quarter, we took all of that, and one of the first meetings we had, I think, um, um, up uh, back towards the first of the year, one of the first meetings we had of the new year was saying, okay. 2013 was about building foundation, and 2014 is about blowing away sales quotas and sales goals and and kind of breaking loose on these. And that's turned out to be true, but I want to talk about why I believe that's all come together at the same time. All of those things, a whole year worth of building blocks, where now we've been able to tie that in, and we've done something really special this first quarter. And it's the first time we've ever done this where... Kendra, we turned the entire focus of our company Mm. onto one industry. We did. And when I say entire focus, I'm talking every training you've heard me do in the last uh, three months has been on what topic? Manufacturing. When our our whole call center, when they're calling, what companies are they calling? Only manufacturing. We have a postcard program. We're doing mailers. What kind of postcards are we mailing? (laughs) Um, You know, all our sales casts have been on. Manufacturing. Uh, the leads that we pull and distribute through LeadFeed. All manufacturing and or R&D credit yeah. qualifies. The people that are in my marketing assistant that have marketing executives that are here, wh- what are their marketing assistants calling on? Manufacturing. Okay. <laughs> and so we did this and we focused all of our energy onto this one category. And we got all of our advisors nationally to go focus all of their energy. And let me just tell you, we picked a good time to do it because when I tie that in, with the perfect storm, we could not have. I, it couldn't Kendra, have been better timing. I wise. really wish we could just claim that we were just this smart and we were able to piece these. But really, what it comes down to, it's an entire year of building blocks, followed by, for the first time in our history, every one of our cylinders were fired, fired on the same, same topic, firing towards the same direction at the same time. And it just so happens to be. As you heard our R&D director share two weeks ago, it just so happens to be at the biggest R&D moment in 31 years. Ever. So it, it couldn't have gotten any better. And no. We, we did plan and we did, uh, you know, uh, build out our systems to make sure we were capable, but we had no idea. No. Let's talk to two groups real quick, and I want to get everybody out of here. So uh, the first group I want to talk to is for everybody that's been turning in two, three, four service agreements a week. This is what I have to say to you. First and foremost, thank you. Congratulations. We rolled out a program where we were asking you to visit, I'm sorry, call five clients, visit two, and sign one One. per week. And, uh, you know, we we had a very specific program that we rolled out that we challenged a large number of our team to go out there and do. I can speak on that goal that we set before people. I thought that that would be average and that that most of people would be able to reach it, which is quite true. Not only are they reaching it, they're exceeding it. Absolutely. So for everybody that's there, I want to say first quarter is our second to worst quarter. Right. Okay. So let's see how good we can So what you've been experiencing, (laughs) I just got to challenge you to take it up a notch and say, listen, if you've been doing two or three, 
Do not limit yourself to that. Right. And, and, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I think we can get kind of capped out in our own our own brain because, you know, if last year we were doing, uh, you know, not we, but, you know, I was talking to this person, and last year they were doing like one or two a month. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing one or two a week. And there's almost kind of this mental cap, this mental ceiling that you got to break past and say, wait a minute, this isn't a fluke. This is like... This is a magical time, so to speak. There's something behind there's it. There's something behind it. There's all there's the convergence of all these tools and systems and the environment, uh, the environmental situation that's going on out there. When I say environment, I don't mean environment. I mean right. the the, uh, the the manufacturing situation. environment that's going on. And so all of these things are converging at the same time. And I want to say you got to break past your ceilings. You gotta, if Otherwise, you, you're going to miss out. You're going to miss no out. There's no reason that not every one of our advisors can be reaching this goal. You, you won't hear me on this sales cast sit here and talk about unlimited potential very often. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, you got to break through your ceiling. So for everybody that's been doing this, if you've been doing one, two, three, four a, a week, get out there. Let me tell you, don't limit yourself to that. You need to go hire team members. You need to start building out, and you need to attack your city by form. Uh, by force, because I'm telling you, just when the wave comes, you get out there and ride it. That's that's all you can do. Now, to to anyone else, if you've only been doing a couple of these a month, or maybe nothing, maybe you've been uh, really tied up in your insurance company or mm-hmm. or something like that, I want to challenge you and say, I think you're missing out. They need to, they need to make it a priority. Listen, I just got. I was talking to an insurance agent the other day. Um, that's uh, a part of our lead feed program and things like that. And I, I just said, hey, let me ask you, what's easier? To They were a PNC agent. To call and say, you know, hi, Mr. Owner. I would like to come out and talk to you about PNC. And, you know, what happens there? Well, you're going to get hung up on because, you know, you're one of 100 people calling on that client. But if you call and say, hey, uh, you know, I, I shot you over an article and I wanted to follow up on it. And they say, and I'll tell you, I've been doing this personally. And they say, yeah, I you know, I, I read that. Or, no, I didn't see it. You know, mm-hmm. Well, listen, what the article was on, it was on what's going on in the manufacturing realm right now. And uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you because if you're like most of my clients, you probably got caught off guard uh, by some surprise tax liability. And I work with manufacturing companies to help with large federal tax incentive programs. I'm telling you what, you're getting that appointment. You're getting that appointment much easier. And so if you, in this like pivotal time right now, have gotten kind of tied up and sidetracked with business as usual, I just got to tell you, and I'm being a little, uh, I don't know, I'm being a little salesy today, and I apologize for that. But listen, I got to tell you, if you do the same things you did in 2013, you're going to end up with the same, same results. results as you did in 2013. And I talked to people, I was talking to another insurance guy in another state the other day, and, you know, he's been – his insurance residuals are pretty decent, and uh, they've been at the same thing for the last seven, eight years. And I said, what are you doing differently? And he said, I cannot believe the first quarter is over. I haven't done anything differently. And I said, well, are you happy with 2013? Because that's where you're headed. Stuck in the same boat. Yeah. And if you've got a residual base coming in, come on, team. I mean, what better time when you've got that residual coming in to go get a new way, a new entry point into into companies – and then on top of that, to get out there and take advantage of what's going on in the market right now. And again, what's going on in the manufacturing realm right now. So that'd be my challenge to you is that um, jump on board. Mm-hmm. You know? There isn't and, any reason not to unless you don't want, want money. You absolutely. don't want commissions. <laughs> Go ahead and, and stay comfortable where you're at. But that's a challenge. Well, 
Kendra, I think that's about as good as we can leave it again. If you have been part of the contribution to what made up our best R&D first, first quarter in history. We just want to say thank you and keep it coming. The the ones of, those, those of you who are out there and you have this momentum and you're using your tools, we just want to see how much better second quarter is going to be. Absolutely. And if you are not part of that group. Why not? Then, yeah, we want to say time to jump on Exactly. All right. Thank Thanks, you so everybody. Much, everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you in a couple weeks.